0: Hi, this is Sarah Grady. Welcome to another episode of the Estuarine Gradient. The Estuarine Gradient is a podcast of the North and South Rivers Watershed Association and the Mass Bays South Shore Region. You can get in touch with the Estuarine Gradient on Twitter at Estuarine Gradient or uh, at the NSRWA's Twitter at NSRWA. Or you can also send me an email at Sarah at nsrwa.org and uh, i'm always looking for topics and questions so definitely feel free to get in touch with me this month i'm going to be talking about river watch pretty much the first thing that any watershed association does when it starts monitoring is to start monitoring water quality and in the case of the nsrwa we've been monitoring water quality in the north and south rivers since 1994 through our River Watch program. River Watch is a program that runs every other week in the summer, and we have citizen science volunteers that go out and collect water samples at 10 different sites around the watershed. And they also measure important water quality parameters using a meter. They measure temperature, salinity, and conductivity, and dissolved oxygen. And the bottles of water that get collected are taken to a lab in Marshfield, thank you, Morell Associates, and tested for bacteria. The two bacteria that we test for are Enterococcus and Fecal Coliform. Enterococcus is the bacterial standard for swimming in brackish water, which the North River is, and Fecal Coliform is still currently the shellfishing standard. So we test for enterococcus at all 10 sites, and then we test for fecal coliform at the five sites that are within shellfish growing areas. We start our sampling day, the farthest upstream at the Washington street bridge on the North river and work our way down into the estuary and then back up the South river. We have eight sites on the North River and two sites on the South River, although one of the sites is pretty much at the mouth, so shared by the North and South Rivers. We also have a site, one of the eight on the North River, that is at the Situate Wastewater Treatment Plant. The Situate Wastewater Treatment Plant is actually one of the reasons why we have a water quality monitoring program. Because there used to be some serious issues with bacteria coming out of the wastewater treatment plant. Now it's one of the cleanest sites that we sample. The mouth, which receives lots of flushing from the open ocean, is pretty much just as clean. So for this episode, I talked to one of our longtime Riverwatch volunteers, Kathy Harrington. She talked to me about her experiences doing River Watch, and we also talked a little bit about recreation on the South Shore.
1: I'm Kathy Harrington, and I'm a volunteer for the North and South Rivers Watershed Association.
0: What projects have you volunteered for with us?
1: Well, I volunteered for quite a few. Um, I volunteer with River Watch. I do um, horseshoe crab surveys on Duxbury Beach. that's basically what I'm doing now. But for years, I had done the um, herring um, counts and volunteered at the river race. And we used to do a 5K and at the Harvest Moon Fest. Um, but right now, um, I moved away from the watershed. I'm a little bit further south, and my time allows me a little less um, for volunteer activities there. But um, I'm always excited to go out on River Watch and do the herring. Um, I'm sorry, the uh, Horseshoe crab counts. I started, I believe, in 2010. I had retired the year before and I was looking for some um, volunteer activities. Um, And um, my husband and I were recently um, starting kayaking. And that year, I think in 2009, there was a a kayak expo held by the watershed. And we attended that and I learned about um, the things that the uh, Watershed was involved with and joined up at that point. And the following spring, that's when I got involved with different um, volunteer activities.
0: Tell me a little bit about your experiences doing River Watch. Any particular uh, memorable sampling rounds?
1: You know, I can't say there's really been rounds that are out of the ordinary, but everyone is kind of special because what I learned was that there's some gorgeous spots on the North and South Rivers that I might not have gotten to visit if I hadn't been doing the uh, River Watch. Um, From Corn Hill, which is sort of a beautiful spot that's tucked away. Um, When you visit it early in the morning to do a sample, it might be fogged in. When you come another day um, and it's bright sun, it it has a whole different appearance. Going out to Forth Cliff, That's a spot that you can't normally get into because it's uh, maintained by the, um, I'm not sure the federal government for the military retirees and all. And um, we are allowed to go in there and um, it gives you a great view of the, where the river leads, goes out to the ocean. There's a view of the spit. And over the years, one thing that's kind of remarkable is that I could see the deterioration of that fourth cliff and the erosion that happened, so you know you go out one summer it looked one way. The next way, next um, year you might see um, actually the road that went around the point of the fourth cliff was was gone, and so that was sort of a remarkable thing. I think that it was just great to be out there with a group of volunteers that were like-minded and interested in supporting the watershed, and we just enjoyed ourselves. Um, every round that we went out
0: <laughs> there are a lot of different jobs that people do when they go out and do mm-hmm. our river watch sampling right
1: uh what
0: what's your favorite thing to do are you a, a bottle person are you <laughs> a heater person <laughs> a clipboard um, person
1: um I, I guess i enjoyed all of it and we normally would just switch up you know recording was kind of um, the easy spot easy um, job where you didn't get wet. And you didn't have to like lean over edges and, and that sort of thing. Um, so that was always, that was always good. Um, I always was happy to be the one that had to wade out into the water with the pole and get the water sample. That was fine with me too. Um, it was always good to have a team during COVID. Um, the last couple of years, I actually went out by myself and that was rather overwhelming because there are a lot of jobs to do and a lot of pieces to hang on to near the edge of the water. And, um, you know, it just took a little more time, um, but you get the job done.
0: We would just like to note that we don't like to send our volunteers out alone. We like to send them out with a team or with a friend to collect our data. This was a unique situation and in general, we will always schedule our volunteers with somebody else. Do you get our e-news and look at the results after you've gone out and done your sampling rounds?
1: I do. I do. Um, and uh, it was interesting to me to realize what an impact um, a little bit of rainwater had on our results. You know, I I never um, really thought of that before until. I went out after a rainstorm, and I saw that um, you know there was more bacteria in the water. And I, I never really—I mean, you could see firsthand how that runoff was affecting perhaps septic systems or just um, driveways and uh, garages where you know there was there was um, nasty bacteria that was running off into our rivers. So you could see that you know that was that was impactful.
0: I think that's really the driving force behind our River Watch program is we're trying to help make that connection between stormwater pollution and the water quality in the rivers, Mm -hmm. Um, which is really, I mean, that's the main source of pollution at this point to our rivers, Um, you know, aside from maybe there might be a few, you know, septic systems or something here and there that are not doing well, but now between Mm -hmm. Title V and sewering and all of that, it's really that, that runoff that's affecting Mm-hmm. Our and our shellfish yeah. beds um,
1: right yeah and i um i remember thinking um well one of the places that we sample is at the sewage treatment plant in situate and i remember thinking that every time we got the results there that was that was just clean it was 100 percent clean you know and i i thought they must be doing a great job so that was good to know yeah
0: yeah that's a unique experience too yeah
1: to yeah that's true <laughs> right, right, and and talk to the guys and learn what they're doing and and all, and have them help you out to get the sample. So, yeah, yeah, there's was, you walk, you kind of, of
0: you kind of walk out on a great,
1: hmm <laughs> right, and dangle your cord with your, you know, through the bottom, and they help get the water, and um, yeah, you get to see it up, up close and personal.
0: One of the projects that we're doing this year, that's a new project, is a headwaters sampling program where we're going to be going into the tributaries at the headwaters mm-hmm. of the North River. Mm-hmm. And we're trying to determine where the higher bacteria might be coming from. Because if you look at our results year over year, Washington yeah. Street Bridge is always, you know, if we're always going high. to have, if we're going to have high bacteria, it'll probably be at. That's
1: where it, it is. is. hmm.
0: Um, so we're, we're going to be going out and trying to, to figure that out. (laughs) Mm -hmm. We have a grant from, um, from MassDEP to do that. So, um, that should be exciting. That's
1: great. Yeah. 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 But
0: also it's amazing. If you look at the data, I mean, we've been doing Riverwatch since 1994 Mm -hmm. and there have been just so many changes. The rivers really have gotten so much cleaner in that time, uh, yes. With all of the efforts that the different towns have made, um, and in particular, you know, like you mentioned, this, this the wastewater treatment plant.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: you know that there used to be bacteria that would come out of the wastewater treatment plant into the river, and that was a problem. And right uh, on the South River, there. Were whole sections that, like, the bacteria would be in the thousands um, oh. because it was all these septic systems that were up on a hill. And now there's a whole section of town that's sewered. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so you've seen
1: cle- see cleaner water there. Yeah, right. Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I think I think what you said about the stormwater pollution is really important for people to remember because. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the main influence, and also, um, kind of makes you think twice about going swimming right after a rainstorm.
1: Exactly, I, I thought of that exactly uh, um, about um, the Washington Street Bridge area, where a lot of people do jump in and, and swim near that area. I think, or um, it's yeah, it's maybe dangerous to do so.
0: We do not endorse jumping off any bridges. If you do, the water quality might be the least of your problems. Do you do recreational things on either the North and South rivers or other South Shore water bodies?
1: Well, like I mentioned, um, my husband and I started kayaking. uh, I don't know what year it was, maybe 2006. And um, we were doing a lot of kayaking up in Maine, but we now more um, down in this area. So we moved from Duxbury to Plymouth um, seven years ago and kind of um, started kayaking more in the south area and out down on the Cape and um, in the larger ponds in Plymouth and out around Long Beach. Um, So kayaking is our main water activity, I would say. And we enjoy hiking and exploring trails everywhere. And there's certainly a lot of that around here. Where I live, I can walk out into my backyard and just walk for miles in the woods and get a view over to Provincetown from the ridge at, at Manomet Point Point. And, you know, it's just a great area to be able to explore the outdoors and just, you know, enjoy nature. So, yeah, we do. The, the water activity is mainly kayaking. And other than that, just kind of land exploring and finding new places to investigate.
0: Yeah, there are so yeah. many opportunities on the South Shore for... Mm-hmm. That outdoor recreation, which is why we created the Explore South Shore page, because people are always looking for that. You know, where can I go next? What's what Mm -hmm. trails are around me? Or, you know, what but where's somewhere new I can try? Hey, so what was that website? That was exploresouthshore.org. It is a database of places around the North and South Rivers watershed as well as the South Shore where you can find out places to go hike or run or kayak or shellfish or fish, pretty much any form of outdoor recreation. You can also book a charter on our NSRWA pontoon boat. That's exploresouthshore.org. This past weekend, I wanted to go for kind of a longish hike. I came over a ridge and all of a sudden you could smell and feel the sea breeze
1: hmm. Which is, mm-hmm. you
0: know, and there were osprey that were catching herring. Nice. It was just it was really nice. Special. Is there anything else about Riverwatch that you'd like to mention?
1: It's been great to meet the other volunteers. Um, some of the years that I volunteered, there might be a woman who brought her children along and they got some education about the watershed, what the watershed did. And um, I imagine they all did what I do is tell my friends about, you know, what it's all about, because sometimes I'll tell them where I'm going and what I'm doing. They're like, well, what are you doing that for? And then I, ex- I explain um, the watershed mission to protect the rivers and all. And I think that you probably get a lot of press from volunteers who are excited because it's something that they enjoy and they want to excite other people about, you know, getting involved. Great.
0: Well, keep spreading yeah. that word of mouth. I will. Thank you so much for all your help on Riverwatch and all of our uh-huh.
1: projects. OK, great talking to you, Sarah.
0: Are you getting excited about volunteering for the NSRWA? We have a lot of citizen science opportunities, including our River Watch program, as well as the horseshoe crab monitoring and the herring monitoring that Kathy mentioned. If you're interested in joining us, the best way to find out about what's going on is to go to our website, nsrwa.org, and under Get Involved, there's a section called Citizen Science and you can fill out our citizen science volunteer form. You should also subscribe to our NSRWA e-news, where we will regularly post our volunteer announcements. Thank you so much to Kathy Harrington for not only her volunteer work, but for talking to me today. This has been the Estruin Gradient. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. You can get in touch with me through Twitter, at estuarine grady or through the nsrwa's twitter at nsrwa or you can send me an email at sarah at nsrwa.org